This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio, and email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. Happy New Year to all our readers, and Happy New Year to you guys. And to Happy you, Frank Skinner. I want to start just briefly with... We've had some praise for you. Oh, but what's going this on This isn't here? a New Year's resolution that we're doing praise now, is No, it? we're not In case doing... anyone's new to the to show... Yeah, I, um, I, I'm very wary of these radio shows where it says, <laughs> oh, Paul Cole said, fantastic show, Steve. And you think, <laughs> all right, showing off. No, this is to do with your uh, your personal life. Oh, OK. I mean, also in an inappropriate way. Is it broadcastable? I haven't had messages of praise for that for a very long time. <laughs> Just let that sit for a bit. Carlo Shaughnessy has been in touch. Oh, yeah. What's going on here? I have to say, Frank on the radio was a delight to meet and also sent me a lovely note afterwards. Yeah, well, these are the lot, sort of ones event. I used to get. And then he says, absolute gentleman, and he's got the t- an emoji of the two hands pressed together in a in a praise or is it Or is it a namaste? namaste. <laughs> it could be a namaste, couldn't it? Well, what yeah. I would say is, who, who, how do you know, what did you do? I don't know. But you wrote to him. I met him and then sent him a note. It's lovely, it was very kind of That's you. That's nice. Yeah. Unless it's... Uh, I've really put you on the spot What's here. his first name again? He's called Carlo Shaughnessy. OK. It's, it was an answer to who's the nicest celebrity you've ever met and you came top. Ah, oh, that's good. Only that with this good. man. Only with this man. That's good. Does he live in the wilds <laughs> somewhere? Where you don't meet celebrities. <laughs> well, look, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad. I don't remember writing a note. I mean, I often get mixed up with Graham Norton, but it can't have happened on this case. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'd have wrote the note. Okay, so I just want to say we're going to start 2022 with you being the nicest celebrity someone's ever met. That is. What's the nicest celebrity <laughs> you've ever met? In what capacity? Well, is there a capacity <laughs> oh, for there, niceness? There very much is for me. Okay. Okay. It's a tough question. Um, I've I got know a few you've I'd met like to a throw few, in the mix. Have I. I'm going to say in my top when, um, three is Jim Carrey. Oh, lovely. Really? I walked into his dressing room by mistake. Yeah, I thought, right. I did. I thought it was Jonathan Ross. walked out of it by mistake, more like. <laughs> I thought it was Jonathan Ross's dressing room. Okay. And I had my feet up and I was sitting there making myself at home and I offered him a drink from the fridge and it was his he said no I'm okay thank you I'm okay that is and it was his fridge he didn't say a word he just tolerated me being there no he was charming Um, what about you Al? Uh, (laughs) sorry to bring this on yeah as it happens I was just reminiscing about this with my wife the other day and she said do you know what I've just remembered when um, when Sir Trevor MacDonald told me that I looked glowing um, she was pregnant when um, we met I worked with Trevor MacDonald no big deal and uh, Sir Trevor. Yeah. And uh, he said, you look glowing. And, people uh, always she... say that, though, don't they, to pregnant But he meant it. OK. He meant yeah. it. it, was, it I mean, really sincere. These blokes, nice. get, them, get them off the auto queue, these news <laughs> legends. They just start banging out the cliches. <laughs> I tell you, it was surprisingly uh, nice. Um, Robert Downey Jr. was great. Really? He was great. Wow. And I tell you, he asked for a drink of water and the, uh, a runner came with a bottle of water and he looked at me, um, Robert Denny, you know, he said, I used to be quite a big star. And uh, the water had got like about two <laughs> inches out, the, like someone had had a drink <laughs> out of the bottle of water. <laughs> with some Hollywood stars, it would have been, yeah. that person would have had to be sacked. But I know I really liked him, yeah. Um, okay. So that's it. That's our favourite <laughs> celeb. That's, I what mean, a strange bedfellows. Robert Downey Jr., Jim Carrey and Sir Trevor MacDonald. I'd, I'd like <laughs> to watch that uh, that particular um, film. <laughs> I think that would be good. Um, if it, yeah, I, I mean, we, shall we make it a, a text or is it too tedious? No, because I like that it's sort I of... I tell you what, it's a positive benign. start to yeah, the year that's as well. I think. Not like worst, yeah, nastiest, most unpleasant. No, I'm, I, I'm pleased with that. Now. Nicest celebrity you've ever met. Yeah. And uh, I don't want people <laughs> from my past. Come on, girls. <laughs> we, you know what? We agreed. Girls! <laughs> Frank Skinner. Skinner on Absolute Radio.
radio. Tell what I don't. You know, um, when you're driving along down the motorway or something and local radio interrupts with traffic news. Oh, yeah. I hate that. Who cares yeah, about that? Just people might chances. think that of us when they hear us. Well, they might mm-hmm. do, but it's three hours is quite a long interruption. Yeah. But often mm-hmm. the, the volume's a bit different, so it's a bit louder or something on the low. Someone's <laughs> shouting at you about um, the bar lane roundabout or stuff like that. Yeah, Come on. No. I agree. And I, I think it means that you've got the setting on your stereo on... Um, there's like a little TP, something like that. that there says, is, yeah. Interrupt with travel news, and you need to get rid of that somehow. I mean, I don't know, because I'm, I'm a guy who drives his car with the clock wrong for half of each year. <laughs> Me too. I don't, I don't know how to fix that. I have to say my PA's gone into it this year and put it right. Oh, really? Yeah. That was a dignified oh. moment <laughs> Thank in you. your life. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what someone said to me, though, the other day. I parked... And I said, um, they said, we're going to remember where it is because we were like near a forest. It wasn't really like a proper road. And I said, yes, mm-hmm. on the phone, you know, to, to get you back to your so, car. So it sounds like the beginning of a horror film. <laughs> yeah, thing. I know it does. Mm. You sure picked a creepy yeah. night to go for a drive, Freddie. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I said, uh, you know, that thing on your phone that takes you back to, the, to your car. And they were all going, no. Yeah, I've got that. I thought, isn't that a thing now? Parked car. Faye, is it a thing? No, Faye's shaking I, her head. I she, she's young. I, got I thought I everyone think... had got that. How awful. And Frank. the bottler no, thing, that's, is that unusual? Oh, no, no, no. That's, that's unusual too. <laughs> you yeah. know what? Let's try and be... I think let's start 2022 by being a little bit relatable. I know, but when you get to my age... A phone that tells you where you park your car is absolutely essential. You know what I mean? It's not like a whiz kid tech thing. It's a help me, help me <laughs> thing. That's it's what like it a cord in the living yeah. room. It's like a held, it's like a gently held hand. Yes. That's what it's like. Uh, we've had uh, a couple of nominations for nicest celebrity I've ever met. Oh, okay. We have. Uh, Bridge has texted in with uh, Cyril Regis. Oh, Cyril Regis, some of you may not know, was a former West Bromwich Albion um, star. He did play for other teams, but... He did? We don't talk about that. And uh, Jane Cartledge... That's good, he wasn't. I met him, he was a lovely bloke. Nice chap. Jane Cartledge says uh, Ted Robbins. Oh, Ted Robbins. Oh, I met uh, Ted Robbins. He is nice. Did he he look after the, uh, the... Donkeys on Heidi High. Was he that guy? Uh, Alan? Oh. He was a warm-up guy. He was the, yeah, the king of the TV was, warm-ups. He was king so. of the warm-ups. Well, there was a few. Um, uh, Bobby was Bragg in, um, was another, was one of the other th- kings. I think there were three kings, as in the Christmas story. <laughs> uh, you were the other one, Al. I think you bought I was for a while. I think you, I think you were the one who carried <laughs> I did a lot of it for a while, yeah. We've also had uh, John Hopkins. Hopkins. One of our regulars. Says, uh, years ago I met 1980s funny man Gary Wilmot. Oh, yeah. When he bought a Big Mac. He was an absolute joy. Mm. But then immediately undid all his good work when he sat down and ate said burger sectionally from top to bottom. Oh, no. The Lord giveth with one hand and he taketh away with the other, says Hopkins. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. That is eccentric behaviour, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it must be great. When, imagine, if in, in a, I'm, I'm a big fan of delayed gratification. <laughs> you know what I mean? You work now and then you get your reward later. Eating the dry top <laughs> of a bun, thinking, here comes dill pickle, must be a, a very lovely motivation. And a test, a real cycle, like the kids who, if you, if you don't eat that marshmallow, no, you'll get too late, or it's like that. What about Wilmot starting at the top? <laughs> but doesn't it finish on bread? Oh. Yeah, you finish on bread as well. Yeah, that, oh, that no. is... That is true. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Emerton Gooner has been in touch. Just going to chip in with these occasionally. Nicest ever celebrity I've met. Mm -hmm. Emerton Gooner, the actor Simon Callow. 
spent the whole of a Eurostar journey opposite him and he was happy to chat and provided many an interesting anecdote. <laughs> <Did> you, <laughs> oh, that would have been a great trip. Things that don't surprise me. Simon Callow was prepared to come up with many an anecdote. Yeah. It's interesting because I met him. I didn't, I didn't find him that friendly. And wow. we'll just let that hang there. <laughs> but maybe it was me, you know. But, uh, yeah, I'd love to uh, hear him talk about Dickens and all that. I bet he mentioned Dickens. Oh, yeah. I think he'd be a really interesting He bloke, definitely would have mentioned Oscar Wilde. I think mm. he just didn't like me. That's what, that was my feeling. Uh, at a different end of the show business spectrum, uh, 644 has texted uh, Noel Fielding. He complimented my seven-year-old daughter's jacket and shook her hand. She refused to wash it for days. I like that. Yeah, that age, so they're always looking for an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the he, No, he's a nice bloke. Anyway, we, we, um, uh, we're getting too nice now. It started so well with a positive thing. OK, well, just... Is this a New Year's I'd, resolution that I'd we're going to do sort of positivity textings? No, no, it's not. No, no, just for one week only. <laughs> but okay, I'd just good. like to add to that, if I may, the man with no name, who had a fantastic long chat with Michael Flatley in a oh. hotel bar in Ireland. <laughs> Genuinely, really nice bloke. Fantastic. <laughs> Bought me... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. It just makes me laugh. Like, flatly, I can't help. <laughs> Come on, get a grip. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Bought me a large um, Monkey 47 gin, wouldn't take one back, and bought me another. It helped that we worked out my friend was his son's RE teacher. Ah, well, there you go. Good old Flatley. Good old Flatley. I told you I shared a dressing room with him at the Royal Variety <laughs> performance. Why are you doing this to me? And he, um, he, he stood in the mirror and he adopted what I can only call a sumo pose, sort of a semi-squat. Uh-huh. And he had a, a hairspray can in each hand and he attacked his hair with both both cans simultaneously <laughs> and just kept pressing. We were all thinking, I mean, we all had to get changed in the corridor. Nobody could breathe in there. I think he must have gills, um, Michael Flatley, because he just kept spraying. And um, that's why he can do Irish dancing, which is one of, I think, one of the most physical forms of dance, and his hair never moves a millimetre. He definitely That's sits impressive. in the Cumberbund chair, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, if you were, if you give him a lift arm on your motorbike, there'd be no worries about. It. I don't have a helmet with me. He'd be, he'd be fine. Yeah, so um, man of a thousand uh, faces. How nice are getting the free drinks at? Ah, good old flatters. <laughs> oh, I tell you, I had my, um, I had, uh, I went to the opticians. Uh, this week, you know those moments when you start emerging after Christmas, New Year, normality starts to come back. You go yeah. into some normal, yeah. mm-hmm. and um, I, um, I was, um, I was getting my eyes done. Oh, and, well, uh, you don't have wrinkles or bags. No, no, the opti- <laughs> in an optician. Kind oh, sorry, of a way. we mix in different worlds. And um, I. She said, do you use dry eye uh, drops or any of those things? I said, I don't know. I said, I do I, I do cry quite a lot. And I just let it hang there. And then I said, I'm, I'm joking, I don't cry. She said, oh, thank God, I had no idea what I was going to say next. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We should mention Christmas a bit. I had a, you know, I, I was having, um, we had the big, I went away with um, my brother-in-law's family. And um, so there was like about 15 of us, I think, Christmas lunch, some of that, maybe not that many. Oh, 12. Um, anyway, we had uh, crackers and it was a very, you know, now there's a sort of a, there's a move in the cracker world. <laughs> towards the crackers forming some sort of complete organic entertainment. Mm. They're not the individuals. They're not the quirky individuals they used to be, crackers. Mm. So we had one, um, I remember a couple of years ago, that had, they had bells in them and it meant you could play a tune when you were all gathered round. Oh, yes. With, from numbered things. Anyway, this year... Um, 
It allocated, the cracker that you opened allocated you a line from the 12 days of Christmas. Oh. So then you all like you sing it. it. Sometimes it's two of you. Some all of you go five gold rings. You have to stand up when it's your light. It was, you know, what's one of the most enjoyable things. I love it. What can I ask, Frank? I'm really, I'm quite excited to know what line you got. I got. I had um, two lines. Oh, you I had, had two. Yeah, because a lot of people had two. Because you know. It, it encourages three lions, don't you? Yeah, exactly. So I had um, four calling, four calling hens. Yeah, and I had some lords are leaping. I mean, well. can I just say, lords are leaping is in my top three of those lines. Yeah, calling hens I could live without. Right. No offence. But I like the idea of the the landed gentry assembling for some sort of games. Is day. it seven? How many lords are leaping? Do you recall? I think it was eight. Oh. Yeah. Faye, the producer, has thoughts on this. She says it's ten. She says ten. Well, that's... okay. fair enough. That's a great thing to be uh, prompted (laughs) on by the producer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Faye, can you let them know the lords are leaping uh, info? Can I ask, Frank, who got, let's be honest, the big one? And we know what line that is. Who got numero five? No, number five is five. Got well, everybody rings. does five gold rings. Oh. That's the, see, that is its democracy. <laughs> Everyone knows that that's what we're after. The five gold rings. Were you good at it? Um, yeah, of course. I, uh, <laughs> you, you know, you 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 want to hit it right. There was one. I think the four um, calling hens. Is it? Four calling hands. I'm very good at that. Four calling hands. I um yeah, Three I got that hands. one on my own. So I tried it in effect. You know what? If you're doing a series of takes, you give them some different stuff, you know, to work with. Yeah. Give them different. So so sometimes <laughs> I went deep. Sometimes I had a vibrato. <laughs> nice. But it was. I would. Um, I would like to do that sort of community singing at every meal. I did it. I really. And, and then I led. Um, there was an old lady who swallowed a fly with me just calling out stuff like dog to lead so we know where we were going very uh, favourite favourite section of that Em I don't want to put you on the spot oh there was an old lady who swallowed a fly yeah oh I can't know I, I can't. like um, what she just mean? opened her throat and swallowed a goat <laughs> I, oh, that's I, good. I picture an operation of some kind rather than I, just eating it. Can I be honest? It re- it's always given me the creeps somewhat, that song. <laughs> Has it really? I mm. really don't warm to it. I had a, um, I think we had a, a kid's LP of Burl Ives and he yeah. did it. But he also did the Big Rock Candy Mountain as a kid's song. Originally it was an adult song, I think, but he did it as a kid's song. But he left in the bit about the cigarette trees, (laughs) which is a nice touch (laughs) for the children. (laughs) Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. I know we've Um, done an awful lot of these sort of... I met a celebrity and they were nice. mm. But there are just two I would like to... Oh, fire away. Oh, thank you. KC Thrash, uh, Hamish from Monarch of the Glen, once told me I had awesome hair during okay. a fun run awesome. in that our town. Good. It's a good one. I don't remember Hamish. I remember Monarch of the Glen, certainly. Mm-hmm. And Named after oh. the Edwin Lanzier painting of oh, a stag, lovely. a stag oh, rampant. Yes. Good knowledge. Mm. And and Sir Edwin Lanzier <laughs> did what other famous animal art? Oh, I'll tell dogs you. playing did snooker. Do- <laughs> oh, we see dogs. Oh, was he a horse painter? He did. He did the lions around no. uh, Nelson's yes. column. How lovely! But not as good as the uh, the, the dogs playing snooker. <laughs> dogs playing snooker. To say. Uh, Jamie Smith. When I was 17, on a TV course at the Edinburgh Festival, I tentatively approached a celebrity at a party who was great, talked with me for about half an hour about football, comedy, and took a genuine interest in what I was doing. Mm. That man was... Um, Prince Andrew. Don't know the deal. <laughs> no, it was Frank Skinner. Oh, it was me. <laughs> yeah. Where was he at? The Edinburgh Festival. Oh, OK, yes, I've been there. There you mm-hmm. go. Isn't that lovely, Frank? You took that a is, genuine interest it, in what he was doing. It is nice. Um, it is nice. I, t- I met um, 
Kat Dealey. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, remember her? Yeah. And she said, you were walking through Spark Hill in Birmingham and my brother, this is her brother, um, was in a cafe with his mate eating chips and they saw you, recognised you and called you in. This is before Cat Dealey got famous. And I went and ate chips with them in there. <laughs> and that was the cafe where they had knives and forks on chains. <laughs> And the woman used to walk around with a bucket and clean them at the table. <laughs> so, um, lovely, lovely memories, as they say. I'd love it if they did that at one of these, like the ivy or something. I'd love it if they did that. <laughs> it was a real, one of those flannels. I don't know what they were made of, but they were sort of grey and very loose-linked, the material. And they'd walk around. The water was completely grey. And just come round and give the. Um, oh God. The thing is, the, the the cutlery would be wiped but never dried. Mm. <laughs> mm. Anyway, that was that place. Lovely though. Mm. And we've had a number of people uh, just wanting to. Well, I mean, they're being very polite about it, but they're just they're clarifying. Him. Yeah, they're clarifying they're the order. Just, oh, well done. Just say it. Correctione, correctione. <laughs> Our best ever jingle. Ole. Yeah. I would say they were more just clarifying the uh, three whole... The whole four... Is it three French hens, four French yeah, hens? Yeah, I must, I must say, I, I think I four made it... Four calling birds, I, three French hens. Yeah, I think I made it clear that I was operating from a script on the day from some uh-huh. organic crackers. I mean, Stephen Vadgama says, hashtag know your 12 days of Christmas <laughs> gifts. Yeah, but I don't want to mm-hmm. be the person who turns up next year and has learned it off by heart. <laughs> you know, there's a famous story of Laurence Olivier playing, uh, I think it was Richard III or something, and he was completely off the book on the day one of rehearsal. He did the whole thing off the book. And at the end... The rest of the cast applauded him. That applause would stand a long analysis. <laughs> I would say. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. Um, this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Emily Dean, Alan Cochran. Text the show at twelve fifteen. Blah blah. At Frank on the radio, uh, Twitter and Instagram. Email the show Frank at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. Um, yours, etc. <laughs> I mean, that was certainly housekeeping. Yeah, uh, that was. I'll do, mm-hmm. I'll do it properly. But people must get fed up of it. They? Well, they do Unless now. Unless people thinking, I wish I knew the website address to contact them direct. We should say and um, get well <laughs> soon to our um, producer Sarah Bishop, who um, has got the COVID. Mm. Um, I think she got it off her boyfriend. What's Matt's official? Is, a, is he a ranch hand? I always think he might be a ranch hand. He's got, <laughs> a, he's, right, got yeah. a, he's got a country and western theme. Yes, he has. Anyway, um, so we do. I tell you what, it's great today because Faye's doing the whole thing on her own, mm. and me and uh, me and Emily mm. in in the studio. Al is uh, yeah. in 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 Manchester. Me and Em are a bit like Mickey Rooney and Judy Garland. We are putting the show on right oh, yeah. here in the barn. And we, yeah. Emily made her own coffee earlier. I mean, oh, yes. Wow. Alert. <clears throat> Just wow. I know, it was a thing to see, I must say. <laughs> Another hashtag new normal. And while I was doing yes. it, I said, I think this is very good for us. You did say that. And then you... <laughs> And then you put your cup not quite under the milk in the milk machine, so it all went into the tray. But, you know, you have to learn. We all have to learn. We can't just... You know what I mean? There's a ramp Mm -hmm. to every skill. You don't just arrive Look, I tried. You did. It was lovely to see. Oh dear! So um, I'm glad to see that my Devil Wears Prada reputation is being preserved. <laughs> well, it reminds me, I was, I, I, you know, me and Lee Matt once had breakfast with the Crown Prince of Yugoslavia and his uh, wife. I love that man. I yeah. love you. I love this story. And um, he, he said when he got when Tito died and he got his palace back, 
He arrived and the keys were in the door, a big bunch of keys in the door of the palace. And they didn't know what the keys were to. So they had to go around the house, try him and his wife, just him and his wife, no servants or anything, just trying doors to see where everything was. Find the that kitchen. That's fun. <laughs> Oh, that's man. really fun, though. It does, because, you know, it's it's a palace, after all. You know, it's going to be good news, usually, yeah. if you open like, the it door. It would take ages, and there wouldn't have been a big handbook like an Airbnb. <laughs> it would have just been... You never know yeah, what... Like you don't know what Tito left in the dungeon, though. Do you know what I mean? That would be, ner- <laughs> be a nervous bit of unlocking. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, we're talking about me... Uh, we sang the 12 days of Christmas I've been corrected We've, it's, a, it's officially established that I don't know the, the words to it but um, like you know like so many actors when I was on the script I was great no but and, you did yeah. know which uh, you you were very informative about the work of Landseer oh well that on. is see that you can't know everything yeah. no. and we also did we tried London's Burning as a, as a round you know that one London's Burning London's oh, yeah. Burning um Oh, that's a bit hard. We weren't quite sure about that either. Mm. It, it was and very quick. Fire, fire and fetch that's the, water, the great fire of London, isn't it? Is it? One? Well, this was a short one. I don't think Samuel Pepys would have had time to bury his cheese. <laughs> oh no, that sounded that sounded a lot more sordid oh, than I meant. To. Oh no, he did. But you know, he did. I've got to clarify this though, because that did sound awful. It's a horrible thing to say. When the fire, when there was, they said people ran to Samuel Pepys' house and said London is on fire. He got a massive cheese which he'd bought recently, and he dug a mm. hole in the garden and buried it to uh, so that it wasn't damaged by the fire. I mean, yeah. get your priorities right, mate. Yeah, but you know, I think a big cheese then. Um, I don't mean a big cheese, but yeah, it was a, it was an expensive thing. What about when I wrote a song about the plague? It was only two lines. <laughs> was it Ring a Ring of Roses? No, it was this. <laughs> You're not that old, mate. <laughs> no, it was... Oh, it was this, Frank. <laughs> the plague did hit London in 1665. <laughs> there was hardly anybody who escaped alive. <laughs> It's a good song, good headline. <laughs> Banner headline before we go to the details. Was there more? I can't remember the rest. Okay, what well do you it's, think? I quite, I quite like it. I like, I the like fact, it. I like anything with a year in it. <laughs> yeah, you know, what about did hit? That's sem- trying a bit hard, oh, did hit. Oh, well. I've just been watching the Beatles composing on uh, hours and hours <laughs> of that Beatles show. Yeah. And they, they're saying things like, no, it's all, it's it's good writing, but you can't really sing that line. We need another. So it's a lot of that going on. <laughs> and, but I like things with the year. Last, last, you know, late September back in '63, and 1792 was it? 1742, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Oh, Is that yeah. We're going to get loads of corrections. Yeah, I think were. 1742. <laughs> and tonight I'm going to party like it's 1999. Of course. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Can I just say that Faye, the producer today, has told us a lovely story of English life. In the village where her parents live, uh, they, this Christmas, was it this Christmas, Faye, they reenacted the Great Fire of London. Oh, Um, is everybody all right? Not really a Christmas. Isn't it, didn't five... I think there's only about five registered people who died in the Great Fire of London. Oh. Okay, well let's not dwell on that, darling. Um, yeah, so um, they they <laughs> set fire to a Christmas tree, and someone buried a was it a baby bell? Someone buried a, a cheese. Oh, they buried a big cheese to to commemorate Peeps's burying of the cheese. I haven't made That's it up. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, do you know that is possibly the most middle class thing I've ever heard, and I it, like it. Okay. It <laughs> I it love is. that. I don't see why the working classes couldn't bury a cheese as a Christmas tree burned. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Um, 722 has texted in with uh, a nice celebrity that they've met and I like it because it gives it a wider range than it's had thus far. Um, I once met rap... <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I once met rapper 50 Cent at the gym in Glasgow before one of his gigs. Okay. He was surprisingly nice, as were his minders. That's from Al in Glasgow. Yes, he's, I've met 50 Cent. Have you? Yeah, a couple of times. Charming. If I Did met I call uh, 50, sorry. Yeah, you said 50, <laughs> but you know what? I still love you. If I met um, FC, 
Uh, the gym is where I'd want a meeting. So I bet he's. Uh, I bet he's a guy who works out regularly. I think yeah. most American celebrities nowadays, the Woody Allen sort of frail, you know, flimsy. Yeah. That they've gone. They're all. I was watching. I watched the new Spider-Man movie. Like, and Tom what Holland is like a, a, a child. He's, he's almost like a child. Mm-hmm. Took off his shirt. Looked absolutely. Ripped. Yeah, ripped. Completely ripped. Yeah. Hench. <laughs> is that I'll the word? I'll tell you what, he's set... Hench the... is one of the words, yeah. Oh, yeah I'm hench. writing that down. He set the bar right, very high, Dominic Holland, for uh, progeny of the comic. Oh, yeah. yeah, Dominic Holland was a, a comedian who I used to work with a lot. Um, good Catholic. And um, <laughs> That's good. his son, yeah, he's Tom Holland, who is uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man. Mm. Good, Wait, very good film, I thought. But you know what? I'm utterly obsessed with the Beatles documentary on oh, Disney. So I. I can't. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, utterly yes. obsessed with it. Yeah. And it's brilliant. I don't want it to ever end. I just like having it all in the background like all the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, they did, of course. Yeah. There's oh, some yeah. great characters in it, though. I mean, the bootleg Beatles have been around for about 20 years longer than the Beatles, which is, uh-huh. that seems wrong. But mm-hmm. can no. I have a guess at some of the great characters that are in it? Yes. Go on. John. Yeah, he's in it. Paul. <laughs> yeah. yeah. George. He's got, he, was, well, he wasn't George, in all of it. He's not in all of it because he has what I believe Hugh Grant calls on set a bit of a shouty screamy. <laughs> he did. Oh, yeah. does he? <laughs> Don't have the smilers. And uh, Yoko's in it, of course. Don't forget Yoko. Right. Is Yoko in it? She's yeah. in it big time. Her, she? And, her and John Lennon move about like a pantomime horse <laughs> that's lost lost its outer casing. That's how they walk about. They are. I mean, when people say they're inseparable, I mean, it is that is love, I must say. Um, or is it imprisonment? I felt most sorry for Ringo because every time he leaves the studio. Everyone leaps into his seat to start playing. It's the tempting drum. to play that. I've, I, having been in a few bands, people can't leave the drums alone. Yeah, but you don't want right? John Lennon playing your drums. And also, oh. at the end of most takes, they do a brilliant take of something from that album, like I don't know, Digger Pony, and then they sit around and say, uh, even George, who's the sweet one, say, I think it'd be great, um, Ringo, <laughs> if you. If, can you suit, sort of go dumb, dumb? No, and then John will say, no, I I think, uh, why don't you go? And poor old Ringo's going, all right, all right. Oh, man, leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> How many burgers, Bob? One, love. <laughs> That's why I imagine that lyric came around. Yeah, sure. Uh, That's what I play to my dog, reggae. They love dog, reggae dogs. I am. Um, oh, don't they? Yeah, that's what you play to them to don't calm to them down. Yeah. Is it to do oh, with I've the sort of the, yeah. the, the constant rhythm? Is it, it, on top of classical music, it came reggae. Oh, okay. Most um, calming. My whippet does not seem to love um, Belgian house music, which is what I listen <laughs> <Really? listen> to. <laughs> Belgian house music, you listen yeah, to. Yeah, like techno, Belgian techno house sort of stuff. That wow. Kind of thing. She's not as into that as me, for instance. Do you? Can I ask you? Um, I'm, I'm taking you completely serious on the Belgian house. Okay. Um, I, is it? Do you really listen to it a lot? I, I listen to it sometimes. Yeah. Do you um, listen to it like? What, what, is that like if you were working out, you'd listen, or would you actually would. sit? Would you sit in your room and think I'll put on oh, a bit of Jean-Paul no. Battersands? Um, no, but I I have been um, I have been known to think. Oh, I'm going to go and do my kettlebells. I'll put on. A, um, a DJ mix by, for example, Charlotte De Witter, which is uh. she's Belgian, I think, and <laughs> yeah. and that's that's exactly why I picked Belgian house. Yeah, see, I, I, that's what I think. I think <laughs> of house music as something you listen to at an event, which is a house thing event, or yeah. something you work out to. No, yeah. I'm sitting at home relaxing. No, I wouldn't put, put it on and then no. read a magazine on the couch. No, that's... I thought, <laughs> I thought it's, it's when you're getting hench. Too many mixed messages. Would that be right when you're trying yeah. to get hench? Uh, yeah. <laughs> or ripped. Yeah, yeah. Oh, by hench the way, speaking of community singing and all that, I, 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 um, I had a go at... Um, I couldn't remember the ladies of the court of King Caractacus. That's, oh. what, I t- that's what I told the police, anyway. <laughs> no, it it um, happens to us all, dear. Do you remember it? 
It's sort of got something like... Can I not remember it? I don't think I know it in the first place. It's like the fact... There's a bit that goes the fascinating stitches of the boys who put the powder on the noses of the faces and the ladies of the harem of the Corticin Caracticus. But it builds up like um, there was an old lady. Um, I'd like to have... um, I'd like to have come up with that as a as a party piece. Well, Annabel Grant, who calls herself Norwich Elf on the socials, okay, says uh, Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1592. 15, uh, not 40. Of course, 40. You're sounding like the contestant when uh, they come yeah, in afterwards and say you passed on two and you got them when they get them in. Of course, yeah, yeah, 15, of course, yeah, of course, yeah. As if they knew. Uh, I, did, I did. I think I made it clear I was unsure of the day. And London's burning is actually believed to be about the King Olaf pulling down London Bridge in the 11th century. Oh, I didn't think it was about the popular TV drama of the 1990s. Did they show. use it? Did they use it as a theme tune on London's Burning? Oh, no, do you remember I don't that? Think so. And then Craig Fairbrass, who was one of the actors in it. Oh, where did that come from? Extraordinary. Mm, I don't remember. Was um, he related to Richard Fairbrass of? Uh, oh. oh no, right, said Fred. Not for his sake. <laughs> but uh, Craig Fairbrass went on to become some Hollywood movie star. You know why? He got Henchal. Did he? Did he? Vivi Hench. You have to, I tell you, you. You have to get your Oscars in the gym, not in the <laughs> rehearsal room. This is my contention. That's a song. Is there a song where he says that's my contention? 8, 12, 15. <laughs> We've had some good information just come in. I love three good information. Three. Uh, hello, Frank. It's my contention is a line from Souvenir by Orchestral Manoeuvres in the Dark. Uh-huh. You're welcome. I can't from... believe that I knew it, do that. Do they use contention? I know they say, it's my direction. Oh, it's contention. Maybe they rhyme, the two. Possibly. From Beat Route 66 in Teesside. I have. I don't. I think the one is why well, that's my contention is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. But you know, I don't think I know OMD well enough for that to have stuck. That no. was the the most uh, reasonable and sweet piece of graffiti I ever saw. What was that? It was near uh, Highgate Wood in the Highgate area, and someone had just graffitied OMD. Oh, oh. <laughs> which I really like. Just for graffiti, the na- the band you like. If I was a policeman and I saw that, I would automatically assume only OMD would have done that and I would have questioned them about it. Oh, yeah. Because a fan... Oh, go on, sorry. A fan would have said OMD... Yeah. OK, or something like that. They wouldn't have just rule. put the name. Yeah, rule. R-double-O-L. <laughs> or are my favourites. So what about when I was younger and I tried to sort of rebrand Christmas and I was trying to be... Oh, I did something so embarrassing. I, I'm so embarrassed at this. I went through a period, Frank, when I was about 13, of signing all the family Christmas cards, have a cool Yule. Oh, I like cool you. So nice. sorry. Merry yeah. Winterval. <laughs> oh, wow. Have a cool Yule. Apparently they all laughed at me and they never told me. Oh. I wonder if Yule Brenner signed this Christmas card with Yule, <laughs> R-U-L-E, instead of R-U-L. I hope he did. I ate a missed pun. Um, that would have been brilliant. Here's my question. Do you remember we used to um, talk on the show about late eureka moments? Idiotic eureka moments, yes, I think we call it. Yes, idiotic When you realise something that everyone else seems to have noticed. And the one I used as my example was Maureen Lipman played a character called BT in a BT advert, and I never associated yes. BT with BT, which is mm. very... Slow. Mm. Yeah, it's almost like a hidden joke or a, a thing that should but be really obvious. But not very hidden. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I've only gone and had one. I uh, I had one over the Christmas break. For some reason, my son was discussing with us the um, the uh, celebrity and sports star O.J. Simpson. Oh yeah. Uh, remember her? Good uh, chance. Exactly. Yeah. And I said. At one point, oh, for some reason, OJ's nickname was the Juice. Ah. And then I went, oh, OJ! <laughs> <laughs> ah. Like orange juice! And, uh, um, it's a great... I really felt a fool. What a, what a, when you remember something, it's a sensational feeling, but when you realise something that it's, it's 
Very nice to think, oh, that's what it means. But then there's that after self-loathing of what an idiot I've been. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, it's a tricky one. Well, the, uh, well, one of them was uh, Little Britain, which I had for a, a long time. What, what, what is it? I just thought it was called Little Britain. I didn't realise it was anything to do with Great Britain, the opposite of Great Britain. I didn't oh, know is that. that. what it is? Well, I, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I still... That's too fresh for me. I'm still not convinced <laughs> it's true. Oh, is I that mean, right? Yes. I thought it was a reference to Fern Britain post-gastric band. <laughs> See, I think I just read too much into it. Okay. So, boys, I need to discuss something with you, which is a story I read which I feel is a very wholesome way to usher in a new year because it's about a mafia boss on the run mm. who's finally been mm-hmm. apprehended. This gentleman is called Giochino Gamino. Gamino. Mm. And he was discovered by police on the run in Spain. He'd been on the run for decades. Do you know how they found him? Did you see hear about this? Oh, I, read did, about I did see it, but um, go on, tell us. Well, you know, on Google Maps, they often have what I call the supporting artists. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> wandering around. You might see a builder. The extras, yeah. Oh, I love the extras on Google Maps. Do you know what they call extras in America? <laughs> what, what they used to? The, the atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> the Ross Abbotts. Yeah. So, I um, love those people. I love spotting someone. You know what I love? Go on. I love men... With um, briefcases and umbrellas, <laughs> or women walking dogs that are surrounding the artist's impression of large buildings <laughs> that are about to be made. <laughs> I like couples holding hands in those pictures. They oh, always have those. Those ones. the little people that 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 uh, populate <laughs> the artist's impression models. I love those guys. That's what I would like to be in an ideal world. Anyway, do you know there is some. Famous people have been captured in a different way on Google Images. Is that right? Apparently Joe Pesci's on Google Maps. <laughs> oh, wow. In getting into a car in New Jersey. Are they all mafia-themed? <laughs> yeah, he's just playing somebody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just on Google Maps. That. And Crosby from Crosby, Stills and Nash. I don't, I don't think he's got any connections, has he? Well... I'm oh, starting he, to wonder now. It's quite a thing. I so, what, I, when I read this story, my first thought, this guy, uh, Sicilian mob <laughs> leader, apprehended in Spain, I thought, I, you know who I really, really wanted to be involved and who? hope were involved? Interpol. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man, I love Interpol. And I don't know if I've got to... When I, they used to be very glamorous when I was a kid, Interpol. I think because of the, the success of Thunderbirds, people got them mixed up with International Rescue. And they really thought they were some amazing group. And I, I think they might just be like, you know, everyday police that just have no international barriers. Well, my, I remember yeah. my grandmother, when any time anything happened, my grandmother would say, call Interpol, yeah, call I mean, Interpol. It's... And my sister did once say to her, I don't think they exist anymore. Do they not <laughs> exist? Eight, twelve, fifteen. I think they they must. Do don't tell. Don't exist? break it to me like that. That Interpol's <laughs> gone. Oh, if they've gone, I'm going to use their um, internet domain name <laughs> to start a uh, a parrot export business. Yeah, <laughs> Interpol. You don't hear much about Interpol. You these don't. Days. But I don't think they were involved in this. Uh, well, he was oh, living... You've got a feel for him, though, haven't you? You've got a feel for him. Um, is it Gambiona? Gambione? Gamino. I mean, he's I mean, someone I would the... I would get the name right if I were you. He seems like <laughs> yeah. he might not have a sense of humour about it. I don't think he listens to this. <laughs> of all the places that you'd think he might have been safe, it would have been uh, Google Maps where they blur people's faces out. Do they do that? Yeah. But he, had, he had adopted the nickname Manu... And then he'd, take, he'd opened a vegetable shop and a restaurant in that name. I mean, he was playing with fire. And I also read that on the menu was a Sicilian On the dish. Manu menu. On the Manu menu was a Sicilian-themed dish. Yeah. yeah. And the logo was from the Godfather. <laughs> 
It must be terrible, though, to have been so successful and so powerful and then to have fallen away to this. Oh, no, that's not Man U, that's Man U. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 8.12.15. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. I once dated a man whose father owned the shop and so to bed, dot, dot, dot. And oh, yeah. Quite a good little chat-up line he would. Yeah. He work it into the chat. Don't you worry. There was the dot, 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 the ellipses he used. Okay. I'm wondering if the, uh, in the light of this um, mafia boss hiding behind a vegetable shop and a restaurant, if the Codfather chip shop uh, <laughs> range could not be someone hiding in plain sight. <laughs> yeah. Is that possible? <laughs> well, yeah, we should return to Gamino. So Gamino yeah. was spotted in... It was in Spain, wasn't it? Do you it, think Frank? people in the restaurant said stuff yeah. like, um, the, the horse's head was a bit undercooked? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Apparently one of the giveaways was that, you know when chefs sort of throw a tea towel over one shoulder as they're doing oh, yeah. that sort of stuff? You yeah. Know? Apparently he kept putting it over his face. Apparently he was always hiding his face. <laughs> I'm sorry, the last chef I saw doing that was in an episode of Robin's Nest. <laughs> Google it. Um, you know, this uh, chap had been living there under the name... I mean, he'd gone to Spain. He's, try, he's a mafia boss trying to create a new identity. What name had he chosen, guys? Well, I thought it was Manu was his nickname. Yeah, because he'd chosen Manuel. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, what was next plans? I'll go See to Australia and call myself Bruce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. He didn't exactly push the boat out. Do you know how he escaped from prison? By the way. No. Um, no. They were filming. They were doing a movie and using the prison as a prison in the movie, and he. I think someone was paid or whatever to an attempt an escape on the day so that he could actually escape. And what he did was he escaped with the extras because they were dressed in <laughs> oh, prison uniform. Good. When they were shuffled out because there was escape happening, they had to leave. He went out with the extras, so they sent him out thinking oh. he was on, he was the atmosphere. Do you think that means one of the extras got <laughs> left in there? No, I don't think they counted okay. them, really. Uh, <laughs> Maybe they should have done. Who, count, who counts the should extras? should really have been a head count. <laughs> so that's how he got but out. But that's a brilliant escape story, isn't it? it that's really how is. he was sprung. I bet he did catering before leaving. <laughs> you know, the catering job for extras. <laughs> it, it's not just how he got out, it's also how he got his equity card, I believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um. And so he was he was on the most wanted list, I'm afraid. And this Google... To be fair, he was only in the top 100, Italy's most wanted. I mean, I don't know. You mm. know what I mean? It's not that. We are probably in the low 90s. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how many what? people are wanted in Italy that there's a top 100? What I love yeah, is... Yeah, many that... of those are scootering offences. <laughs> exactly. <I think>. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Moped <laughs> offences, yeah. When he was arrested, yeah. apparently, Ali said to the police, how did you find me? I haven't even called my family for ten years. I like that he's slightly outraged. Yeah. He should have moved to England, because <laughs> people who haven't called their family for ten years would blend in a lot more here. Yeah. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Oh, by the way, Julian Steinberg has tweeted us to say, Leslie Crowther on a sponsored walk. Very nice chap. <laughs> oh, nice. No, I'd guess it. I think he was a West Brom fan, Leslie Crowther. Oh, here we go. Mm. If you're a West Brom fan... You're and, of course, um, he was the first host of the old uh, Come On Down in this country. Mm. Annie QPR, one of our regulars, Happy New Year, Annie QPR, has sent a rather enchanting photo. It's my son being caught playing football on Google Maps, she says. He's 17 now. 
and he looks about six or seven in this photo. Yes, it's, it's adorable. It'd be a great thing. I think that Google Maps, they've got lots of money, Google. They should throw an enormous party. How? How? Of all the things he's ever said, they've got, I tell you what, they've got lots of money, that Google. Throw an enormous party every year for the people who's on, who's been on Google Maps. I think that'd be a lovely... Breaking news today. This news just in. Google have got lots of money. (laughs) Oh, I'd like to ask them, Annie QPR, by the way. Sure. Um... Just a fact check, because this is something that I believe. In ma- on Match of the Day in the 70s, you used to get QPR every now, every now and again in the winter. And uh, I think they were in the third division at the time. They were certainly in the third division in 1967 when they won the League Cup by beating West Bromwich Albion by kicking the goalkeeper in the chest. <laughs> anyway... Um, and they used, to be on, they used to be on the telly because when it snowed, the BBC um, outside broadcast couldn't get any further than mm. um, uh, than um, QPR's <laughs> ground. Yeah, so they were on quite a bit. But maybe Annie will know the answer to okay. that. Thank you, Annie. In a, thank talking, you. Annie, we're talking can orange I say ball my worst, coverage. Though. My worst thing ever. No, lots of orange ball. Thanking you in advance. That's terrible. <laughs> yes. Oh. You get. I got that yeah. in um, in a hotel where they asked to sign the. Um, you know, they, they leave a book in your room to sign, and it says thanking you in advance. Oh, how and, dare uh, you! The presumption of the people. Yeah. Yeah. What if I'd just taken the thank you and then not signed it? Yeah. Well, they'd have felt like fools. Frank, you know already my worst thing I hate in a shop is when someone says, you know the tone I don't like? Go on. Do you need any help at all? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Happy New Year. (laughs) If shouted by someone in a sort of very loud, public, jovial way, often becomes Happy New Year. (laughs) And I don't know quite why, as if one often says Happy Year. But I'm going to add new <laughs> as it's so early on. That don't make no sense. Anyway, don't forget our text in this morning. Which TV chef would you like to see arrested by Interpol? <laughs> <laughs> We've had some uh, nominations through for nicest celebrity people have ever met. Okay. Roger Dobson has said uh, Lemmy. Oh, who knew? Nice. Yeah. Pastry Saint. Uh, has... Who Lemmy is? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thought... Pastry Saint has said Phil Jupiter's. Okay, yeah. I know Phil Jupiter. Well, I said I know. I used to know Phil Jupiter's. Very nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, Captain Scott. Oh, I don't. I think he's before my time. <laughs> yeah, this is a late review. Captain Scott, rather surprisingly, has actually uh, tweeted us. Okay. Ah. So, and he said, uh, Cam, I mean, Cammy gets a lot of shout outs here. Chris Kamara. Oh, yes. Hugely oh, yeah. popular with people. Yes. Yeah, that is a laugh. More surprisingly, yeah. Brendan Eyre has plumped for Anne Whittacombe. Really? Didn't see wow. That coming. No, Did I did not see that, see that but coming. But you see, you never know. I met. Um, Chris um, Evans. De Berg. Oh. Oh, I, met him in, I met him in the pits at um, Silverstone. Oh, I thought you were going to go Wales. It was either no. going to be Wales or Silverstone. No, in the, you, you were on the same coal face, <laughs> me and him. Holding a canary. Sure <laughs> yeah. uh, and, um, yeah, he was very nice. And I saw sort of wanted for anecdotal reasons for him to be not so nice. Mm. But he was nice. So stop with it. Yeah. I like a text in that can range from uh, Fiddy Scent to Anne Widdicombe. <laughs> yeah, via Christa Berg. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Lady in bread. Yeah. Um, not for that. Okay. We've been discussing the uh, mafia. Uh, escapee. Let's say, let, yeah, escapee, gangster that ended up in a deli in uh, Spain. Do you think there was ever a moment when he was on the counter at the deli and somebody bought a sandwich and said, How much? God, this is daylight robbery. And he went, No, no, this is not daylight robbery. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, you so want to do the voice when you tell that story. You so want to. <laughs> yeah, but, but there's so many reasons I feel it's best not to, because, you, you know, like I say, I, just I like my house, I like my life. They yeah. caught another <laughs> mafia guy last year um, who was doing uh, cooking videos on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what is it with cooking and the, and the, they've watched too many it. episodes of Goodfellas. I think it must episodes. Be that. I mean, they've watched Goodfellas. But you don't go on YouTube if you're, you know, on the run. Surely, isn't it? No, yeah, exactly. I had a thought. I, I shouldn't you know, be having the law, to tell them that. The law <laughs> of the influencer dollar. It's um, it's too hard to resist for these crims. Mm. And also, if you're a really good cook, it must be very tempting to get it out there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, never what, mind. What price life and liberty? I know. Yeah. It's always the prison canteen. <laughs> I bet they were clicking their heels together, those prisoners, when they heard Manu was turning off. <laughs> oh, man. Garlic bread. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. I would like to draw your attention to something, Frank. Go on. It's a subject that's been getting a lot of traction on social media. On the Smeeds. Probably why I don't know about it. Okay, I know, because you've got class and you avoid it. No, it's not Which, class. It's... Well, it is really. Which concerns Ronaldo. Okay. Now, by some, not all, but by some regarded as the GOAT of football. Yeah. Okay. He. Um, has been compared with someone others would say was the GOAT of comedy. What, you mean me? <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, just thought I wanted to guess me straight away once I like that. that. I like that it didn't take you long to get there. Oh, am I right? OK. There's yeah. a statue, oh, the statue of Ronaldo yeah. which yeah. has been uh, erected in, in Goa and people are comparing it. I mean, so many of our readers have been in touch mm-hmm. saying, oh, my God, this is Frank Skinner. It looks so like you. See, I don't think me and Ronaldo look very alike, do we? No, but in statue form. <laughs> yeah, maybe. statue form changes. All all bets are off when someone <laughs> becomes yeah. a statue. I mean, Rapster... he's not had a lot of luck, has he, in statue form, Ronaldo? Oh no, didn't he have? Um... Ah, he had another terrible one, he didn't did. he? I'm he saying has. this is a terrible that, one that because be it Hillary. looks like me. <laughs> well, I mean, it looks a bit like you. It, it does look like it was sort of made in 1948. You're right. Do you know what I mean? It looks, it's got an old... Even I wasn't made that early. <laughs> Rapster Not far off. 73 said the likeness is uncanny. I mean, I've had so many people... Have you seen this statue? Let me have a look at the... Uh, it, OK, I'll show you a picture. Emily is now actually passing me her phone. This is live radio there you at go, its Frank. most dynamic. That does actually look like me. They've even got the <laughs> forehead. A number of people have said that, but I wasn't going to point it out. No, I'm, I'm OK with Emily. that. OK. Very okay. discreetly done, Emily. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that in a thousand years' time, all human beings will have foreheads like this. Yeah. I'm have... just ahead of the game. But it, what's <laughs> interesting is what I like is you've essentially now got a statue of you, which is lovely. Yeah, because I could just hang around by that statue and to make friends, because people <laughs> wouldn't know. <laughs> but I don't look. I don't look. I think that I'd have to travel Frank's at least going to go far. to make friends. Oh, near I mean, a statue. that doesn't sound at all weird. What holding a plastic bag with Doctor Who merch in it? <laughs> oh, I bet that. But they probably know Doctor. Oh, by the way, it's William Hartnell's birthday today. First ever Happy Doctor birthday. Who. Oh, so it hasn't come through on my Who alerts for some big, reason. January eighth was that they they crammed them in. David Bowie, Elvis Presley, Shirley Bassey, William Hartnell. I mean, wow. <laughs> Who do I get on my birthday? I get Mikhail Baryshnikov. Oh, do you? Bless you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, Akabilk. That's my. That's my oh. team. Can I just say something? NB Isabel has been in touch to say nicest celebrity she's ever met. Um. Let me guess. Was well, a bit weird. Topol. No. <laughs> Tony Bennett at the recording of one of your TV shows, Frank oh. Skinner, in two thousand and five, circa. What was your impression of Tony Bennett, Frank? Tony Bennett, um, I mentioned Sopranos and he said, that's bigotry. No, don't say that, it's bigotry. (laughs) Bigotry. Yeah. Um, Which was a bit awkward, I'll be honest with you. Um, I hope he wasn't listening to the Google Mafia 
store. Oh, no, he's no longer with us, I think, Tony. I once went to see Tony Benny at uh, the Albert Hall and uh, smelled, there was a terrible smell of burning. Oh, and um, Someone had a cigarette near his hair. The sound desk... No, I don't think his hair was in the building. <laughs> um, was, it, was it in a cab at the time on its way over? The sound desk started smoking, the actual desk, and they had to um, stop the gig. Oh, no. And, uh, yeah. I also went to a Kenny Rogers one where they called it off because of a bomb scare, and we saw him speeding away in the back of a limo. And somebody said, look, old Yeller's leaving, which is a <laughs> line from Coward of the County. <laughs> it was me who said it, of course. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Oh, and I think we've got yet, uh, yet another... Um... Correctione, correctione, ole, ole, ole. Yes. Yes. Alexei Romanov has been in touch. Is he the one that got away? (laughs) 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 Okay. To say Tony Bennett is still very much alive. Well, it's great news. I'm happy to be wrong about that. He retired last year. He's still alive at 95, isn't he? Still alive at 95. Apparently he's been spotted on Google Maps. They thought he was gone. (laughs) (laughs) But he is out there. No, I'm I'm very happy to hear that. He was very nice when I met him. Was he at an Italian restaurant? Frank, that's bigotry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait till he sees those Dolmio adverts. Oh, man, he, he won't. That's oh, yeah. He won't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. Um, mm. We've also had a message from 341 uh, re-Google Maps. Happy New Year. My late nan has been immortalised on Google Maps, doing what she did best, gassing out front to one of her neighbours. That was about <laughs> ten years ago the pic was taken, and it's been removed. That's from Steve in Runcorn. That's kind of nice. Somewhat mm. bittersweet for a Saturday morning. It's, it's, tradi- nice. it's, it's a grand old tradition though. I mean, just the word gassing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There used to be a song by... In fact, I think this might have been an example of bigotry. And it was um, <laughs> Bernard Cribbin. <laughs> Bernard Cribbins did a song called Gossip Calypso. <laughs> Which was, um, I think he... Um, Is this OK? <laughs> it was about women gossiping, basically. OK. okay. He also did another one, I was, the bigotry front was, I think, Eat Your Macaroni, <laughs> Joe, it was called, in which he, I think he did. Oh. I think that was Bernard Cribbins, did it, in like an Italian-type voice. Oh. We didn't know. Um, <laughs> I have some more examples of encounters with celebrities, benign encounters. Okay. We have Mark Nichols. I met June Brown and John Barden. No, I don't know Barden. I know June Brown. Who's John Barden? I think he played an elderly man in EastEnders. Mm. Jim somebody. Oh, well, the, the husband yeah. of... Um... I think he was. Yes, yes. Uh, well, I actually yeah. cooked for them. They were really nice. June was showing me her electric cigarette. Were they cotton really nice? Oh, lovely. June was showing me her electric cigarette. This was back in about 2009. Uh, OK. Um, and then... Pat Comey. Elect- is, that when they, is that why they called them e-cigarettes? Do you remember they were called yeah. e-cigarettes? Electric. Yeah. Yeah. I had a joke where I was really proud of, which never worked. Mm. And I said, I smoke an e-cigarette, but if I'm feeling very poignant and bittersweet, I smoke an e-minor cigarette. And never oh. got a laugh. And then they started calling it vaping, so that there was no, the, the, the oh, e-element went away. It. Yeah. It's one of those jokes I was excited to do, and it, it played to utter yeah. silence. Oh, well. Never mind. Very cruel comedy, can't it? Yeah. Very Uh, cruel. Pat Comey has also been in touch. Another vote for Lemmy. I was lucky enough to meet Lemmy a few times too, and he was always sound. Ah, the diehards, he would say. Always good humoured. Nice. (laughs) I like all the diehards. Yeah, I, I do think you well. should start mm. saying that, Frank. Do you think Bruce Willis says that? <laughs> yeah, he does Very when good. he gets his um, when he gets his bank statement, <laughs> his royalty check. That's what, yeah. call, that's what he calls the man every time they come in. Hey, uh, honey, the diehards. The diehards. <laughs> oh man, think of the vests, Tr- trays of vests he must have in his dressing room. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, yes, were you going to say something? I think we're about to close. 
Yeah, we've got a few. You know what? I might save some of these for next week. Save I think, them. I think we're not. We haven't Lovely. been. Uh, I like it when we uh, we go retrograde. Yeah, I think we will. And we've got a few things. We have got people's texts that they've been very kindly sending in over the festive period. Well, let's. We yeah. will be returning to those next week, guys. Mm. Okay, so coming up next is Sarah Champion. Listen to her. I should say, unashamedly. That my poetry podcast is back this Wednesday, the 12th of January, for a brand new series. You can download Frank Skinner's poetry podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It's, I mean, all I'm saying, you know, is five stars in the Times and one of the Times best podcasts of the year. I know, I know I say it as shouldn't, but you know what I mean? It's a poetry podcast. It needs all the support it can get. Well, I say it too. Can you give me two poets that I can look forward to this season? Caroline Bird. Ooh. Oh, lovely. In fact, I start with Caroline Bird, yeah. who um, wrote a fantastic collection called The Air Year. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to explain what that means because it's very clever. And then I follow it with John Milton's Paradise Lost. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm in. I'm it's in. Not the whole, not the whole thing. Anyway, um, try it, try it, just try it. That's all I'm saying. Thank you so much for listening to us this morning. As always, it's great to be back a whole new year. And, well, I'm guessing. Um, and um, Fingers if, crossed. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, birthday coming up. Good Lord spares us and the, cr- and the creeks don't rise. We'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. Get out.